and uh, you are tuned into uh, uh, Truth It in the AM. Uh, be prepared for some uh, craziness. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? Today is Monday, October 24th, 2017. Thank you for tuning in and logging on and welcome to Truth It in the AM. It is your boy Truth It sending out positive vibes. Oh, I didn't do that this morning. And uh, here to address any and all things when it's time to and it's time to. And by my side, I have the one, the only, too real to be phony. Trooper Joe is in the building. Hey, what's up, folks? How's everybody? How's your weekend? Thank you. Mine was great. I hope everybody had just as wonderful a weekend as I had. But the wife's coming home now. No, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I missed her. She went up to Maine with her folks. But still, I just kind of chilled out. Had a good weekend. Yeah, so uh but she had she had a good party though, right? Yep, she had a, a birthday party and she had a surprise party and she was she was uh surprised as she could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody should really under, you know have a surprise party for anybody over 20. No. No. <laughs> Not even 20. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh so she's she had her party. Mm-hmm. I preached this weekend. And you preached? This was a busy weekend. Pre- oh, preaching. Got a haircut for preaching. Yep. Do you like parties? Nah. No? Nah. Um, I'm a... I went to my daughter's birthday party. My daughter had her birthday party this weekend as well. And my niece. And uh, my niece wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> she despises me. As soon as I pick her up, she starts screaming... And she starts, her voice starts screeching, this high-pitched screech, and it is just something I would not want to deal with ever again. I, I'll never be able to babysit her or anything. She despises me that much. There you go. That's good. Yep. One less person for me to have to worry about taking <laughs> care of. One less person for me to uh, worry about watching. So, I mean, it's sad, but it's not sad at the same time. So, uh, well, anything else interesting happened to you this weekend? Actually, I didn't have much of an interesting weekend. Like I said, I just stayed at home. I, I, I took a break from from reading high end material. So I, I've been reading um, "For Whom the Bell Tolls" by Ernest Hemingway, and it's like, wow, mm-hmm. my boy writes like he's in the third grade. But everybody in this country seems to think he's the the American author and stuff. People Hemingway, Hemingway, he's a He's a uh, interesting kind of writer, but he's not that good. I don't think he's that good. Tell you mm-hmm. the truth. He, write, he writes short sentences, 
Well, very bullet type. He 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 in and in using his short sentences he tries to he tries to describe the scenes. He does do a good job at describing scenes though. I guess he's all right. My, he's Ernest Hemingway, so yeah. <laughs> and I'm Trooper Joe, so he, <laughs> I guess he does good. Yeah, it's kind of hard to go against Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, but he does it. It it it's it's um. It's it's not like like some other American authors that write. You know, some mm-hmm. some poets and stuff. You know that write. So it's it's easy reading. It's kind of fun reading sometimes because he is so descriptive. It gets it drags a little bit. But right. It's it's good, and he, he has he has a knack of putting two stories together in the same time, maybe mm-hmm. even three. You know why he's telling the story? He, <clears throat> he he does have a certain knack of 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 um melting them all together, you know, so, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. So he's a, he's a good American writer, I guess, because uh, we're so schizophrenic in our thoughts that we, we need to have like 20 going at the same time, but they never finish. Right. <laughs> so uh, there's other stuff that you did this weekend. You watched a, a documentary. Yeah, I watched a documentary. Yeah, sometime this last week, this week, last week and this weekend, on, on white privilege. Yes. And you thought it was fascinating. <laughs> there ain't no such thing as white privilege, folks. <laughs> yes, there is. Nothing, it, it, even the white privilege people don't think there's anything as white privilege. It's like, it doesn't exist. There is no physical manifestation of privilege for white people. <clears throat> no. There's money privilege. Yes, there's, there's money privilege. Power privilege. Power privilege. There's, there's no, male privilege. There's male privilege. You want to know why male, there's male privilege? Yeah. Because they have the power in the country. They, they do have the power. You know country. who else has the power in the country? Who they? White people. <laughs> they have the power in the country. White, through, there's, no, there's, no, there's no white privilege. There's, it, there's such a small minority of people that have all this big money and in the country you know that 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 speaks to the whole thing. It's all about the money. It's all about the power. There's a lot of poor people who want to make themselves feel better by saying that there's white privilege and basing their white privilege on all these the uh, rich white people and and acting like well, see. Rich white, there's more rich white people than there are rich black people. Yeah, there's more white people than there are black people, but there's yep. no privilege. Nah, there's no privilege. And you can look at the statistics about crimes and all these things, and then if you look at it with your eyes open, and in, in, in reality, most crime takes place in poorer neighborhoods. Yes. Then, then this goes to money. Most people that live in poorer neighborhoods are minorities. Yes, and and you just this, explained why why how that's privilege. That's not privilege. That's because they don't have money. Right. And so the white people are could, privileged to have more money. No, there's a lot of bad choices that's being made within the inner city. I'm not going to say it that that just because you're born outside the inner city that 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 you're going to be special. Now, there's a lot of people within the inner city that's making bad choices. And you could go through and you can you can jerry pick and, and find all these different little reasons why these people make bad choices. But Not as good education? 
that's not a good education. But that what, helps. Yeah. What do you do about single that? family homes? Single family homes. Yes. Not good that education. Helps. Yes. Health. Health's a big issue. Yep. Health. And what do you do about it? They don't do anything about it. Well, there's not much <laughs> they can do. They can't. How? Do, what do you expect the poor people to do to change the healthcare system? They can't afford that. They have to work all these hours just to afford to stay in their little three room, three wall house that and, they live in, and or they, apartment and, that they and live they, in. There's no, there's no instant automatic cure for right, it and stuff. Exactly. But put what do they do? Put people in office that's going to take care of your interest. That's what you do. That's your starting point. So you that's think they've got to take advantage up. of voting? You, Yeah. Take advantage of everything that's written in the Constitution that's going to make life better for you. Not victimization. I didn't see it in the Constitution. Maybe it's one of them other articles that they got to. You have the right to be a victim. You do. You got a right to be any kind of person that you want to be. But if you don't take advantage of what you have, a rights that's written in the Constitution, then you're making a bad choice. If you don't vote just because you say, well, nothing's going to change, of course nothing's going to change. You didn't implement any change. You didn't give your little one cents in there. And you know what you're doing right now, Truth? What am I doing? You're educating those who don't have education. So it's easy for you, the educated person that you are, the highly educated person that you are, by the way, well, thank you very extremely much. educated. Per <laughs> Listen, you are the most educated person that I have ever known in my life, period. I've never met a person. Out, I probably, maybe I do. I've never met a person more educated than yourself. However, you, you go to Chicago and you tell them to vote. The first thing they'll say shot. is how. Uh, yes, if you get past getting shot, if you get if you dodge those bullets, that's the first thing that'll happen. The second thing is they'll say how, then they'll say where, yeah. then they'll say when, then yeah. they'll say how do we know when these things are coming up. Then you'll have to educate them on getting a newspaper, yeah. on or, or and knowing what's going on in local politics. Exactly, half of them can't spell the word politics. Troop, <laughs> that's quite all right. It sounds and, like you're blaming these people. I'm not blaming them, and you're absolutely correct. There are some people out there that really live in 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 a place of their own making. A and, lot of them. Yeah, and th that place that they live in, it doesn't it it's comfortable for them. It's all they know, not comfortable. Well, yeah, it's comfortable because yeah. they don't they don't realize that there's anything else. Exactly. So got to do exactly what you just said. Got to go out there and tell them. If you want change, you got to vote. How right. do I vote? Well, this is how you got to fill out these papers and stuff like that. And this is how that you, you get so that you can vote. You got to have this, 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 this. Okay, now when do I go do it? Well, just... You go in here November 7th. You go on November 7th to this place right here. Go to that place mm -hmm. right there mm -hmm. on that street. And then you go inside there. And if you're confused, ask somebody. So and if they'll you, help you. And then cast your vote for somebody who's going to look out for your interest. All right. So, not somebody who's not going to look out for your interest. So if you are listening to the words of Trooper Joe, then you have just been instructed on how to stop white privilege. No, we no, never said no. it's a way to get rid of white privilege. We're just saying that it exists. And now if you listen to the wise words of the most educated man that I know, Trooper Joe, there is a way for you to get yourself out of.
of the white privilege that is holding you down, the systemic racism that is holding you down, there is a way to get through it. Look at, look at, I, all, you, all you people out there who I just said about all these little step, step, steps to go vote with. Yep. And he says systemic racism, and I bet your little heads are going like, yeah, it's systemic racism. And it, so if you know what systemic is, <laughs> you're not moving, then what's up with that? The poor people. The, <laughs> the poor people can speak very, very eloquently, okay. but they don't know how to vote. Of course they don't. It's not white privilege. It's self-induced victimization. You wonder how blessed you are, Troop? Thank you. You wonder blessed. how blessed you are so blessed that you are <laughs> equating people such as our friends our as being poor. Such as no, I, I don't think anybody. I think poverty's in the eye of the beholder. You know, there, there's a, there's a level of poverty that you have that has numbers on it and stuff. But the, if it's a cultural type of thing and you want liberty, if it's more important for you to buy two hundred dollar pair of sneakers and a three hundred dollar pair of pants, yep, than to pay the electric bill. Or, or to go buy a book to read or, or or do something of that nature to educate yourself further and everything. That's your business. Troop, you're assuming that these people in these poor neighborhoods, I'm talking about people in neighborhoods like St. Louis, Baltimore, Chicago, they can't afford to pay their electric bill. Now we're talking now. But they're see, naked. Now you know the type of people they're not naked, but you know the people that you're 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 equating, this is the what you're doing. You're equating people such as our friends like Nate and Keith and, and, and Mike, you're equating them to the people that live in real poverty. There is real poverty that's there not is. in Worcester. Yeah. There, Worcester doesn't have, Worcester is a blessed city. It is. Worcester does not have the poverty that some of these cities, you take some of the poorest people in Worcester, even the people living on the streets, and you put them in Baltimore or Chicago or St. Louis, they'd, be scared they'd lose their <laughs> ever-loving minds. They'd have no idea how they to would. exist. They're There's totally. a level of poverty. Those people don't know what white privilege or systemic racism is. Those people, they don't, they can't afford to buy the two hundred dollars shoes or anything like that. Those are the people that are killing each other at night and selling drugs, and that's how they afford those sneakers and things like that. Now you're you're right about what you're saying, but I think what you're doing is you're equating people that we know that live in low that lower class with poverty. There's there's rich, there's middle class, there's lower class, and then there's poverty. 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 Now there, we talking I, about the poverty people. I, I know poverty. I know poor. I know all those type of things. I also know that in this country. If you really, really, truly want to be able to dig your way out of the hole that you're in, you can. Yep, I you can. You it's can. possible. It's not easy. Not not even close to not easy. Not even easy and stuff. And if I, not that there's agencies out there and organizations out there to help you. Mm -hmm. There are agencies and organizations out there to help you. Yep. But the best way for you to get some help out there is right from the person sitting right next to you, mm -hmm. your friends. You know, it, if you want to be, if you got friends that just want to smoke a bone at, at 10 o'clock in the morning, because that's when they got up at quarter of, mm -hmm. and then say, oh, man, I was going to go look for a job today, but I'll I get it tomorrow. And you just want to hang out with them and do the same thing, then you're not going to get any prayer. Right. But if you, if you want to even tell your friends, hey, 
put the bone down. Let's go find this job. Let's go down here and see what they got available and stuff. Let's do this. Eventually, they're going to put the bone down, and then you, with them, walk out the door. Right. And start looking for the places that, that not we're going to help you, but for the job that you need mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you need. You know, to sit back here and just do nothing about it and just, I don't even know how you can afford those. <laughs> those are expensive. Right. You know, but it, then then with that, that's what you get. Yes. At the end, at the end, look at here, see, it seems to be a, a, a metaphor for living in, in the city because the little part of that marijuana that's left, mm-hmm. what's it called? The the roach. The roach. Yeah. <laughs> who who collects the rent in most of the poverty areas in this country? The roach. Okay. <laughs> so it's like you all you gotta do is is, is when taking that. Oh, that's a roach. I don't want no more roaches. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you gonna get the roaches on the other side too because you ain't doing anything to get rid of anything. All right, so Troop's suggestion to you guys is to get off the drugs, stop smoking drug. that weed, and I I cannot uh, disagree with that. And but wash to, your face. But I want to be a little <laughs> bit more encouraging than Troop to just wash your face and get rid of the drugs, even though that is what you need to do. Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against powers, against things not of in the spiritual realm. There are things that are going against you. Sometimes I I bet, I bet when you are living in, because I don't even live in poverty. I'm lower class, but I don't live in poverty. And sometimes it just feels like the whole world is against me and I don't understand it all. I don't understand why. I just feel beat down. There are things that are against you that you can't even see. There's people that hate you and you don't understand why they hate you. There's people that st- there's people that you dislike and you don't know why you dislike them. All I want to say to you is stay strong oh. and continue to improve and try to get yourself better and try to get that education. And I'm not talking about just book education and go to school and and get and learn math and things like that. Yes, that is the important education, but I'm talking from a sociological social sociology standpoint. You got it. Yeah, sociology? <laughs> sociological. Oh, sociological standpoint. Thank you. See? I don't got it all together, but at least I know you what I'm trying to say. Together. Sociological standpoint where you got to know what's going on in your city, know what's going on with who's running and and what the next potential mayor or potential city council is going to do for you and for your streets. You know, you got to worry about health care and welfare and things like that because being in the lower class, you're going to need welfare and you're going to need health care and you're going to need assistance to get help get yourself out of the hole. But once you get those assistance, don't stay there. Get yourself out so you can become self-sufficient. Once you become self-sufficient, then you won't need nothing. This world can't touch you. There's no white privilege that can touch you. There's no male privilege that can touch you. And once you reach that level, then Trooper Joe is 1,000% correct. White privilege does not exist. Exactly, it doesn't exist. You have to reach that level, though. You, <laughs> you have to reach that level first. You're right, and... And uh, you can tune in to Archangel of a Church of Chivalry yes. this Wednesday from 3 to 4 on Blog Talk Radio because Trooper Joe's going to be talking about the most powerful thing that exists in this world today that most people are afraid of, and that's love. 
Okay, all right. Yeah. People are afraid of love? People are totally afraid of love because they're afraid that if they love somebody, especially the people that's going to going to be have self-imposed victimization mm -hmm. it makes them they feel that makes them look like a weaker individual and they become somebody that's that's that um it is a victim it's like it doesn't work that way it's just the opposite people are really afraid to show their love sounds like it's a problem with them loving themselves mostly that's where it begins from loving themselves I, you know it people have a a problem with loving themselves. And it's always been there. Even yep. when they, they they recite right out the Bible, they say, and, and Jesus said, the first order is to love God. Mm -hmm. And the second one is like that, to, to love thy neighbor as thyself. As you love yourself. <laughs> they absolutely. run over as themselves. Yep, they they, they're afraid of that love. They're afraid to love their neighbor. No, well, he'll take advantage of me, and she'll take advantage of me. Now, I don't want to get hurt, so I'm not going to love somebody. Uh, uh, there, there's a whole lot of love that just really, 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 and, 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 and in my talk, I think I'm going to talk a little bit about how we've lost the poetic, poetic, um, a poetic mindset, and we've replaced that poetic mindset with with a uh, mindset of of just whatever the television has trending at the time. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know what I think about loving yourself. I think in this country, in this society, we let our outward circumstances yeah, uh, exactly. determine our love for ourselves instead of our inward it's, loving ourselves, controlling and determining our circumstances. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll let uh, some <laughs> just like they like we've been like we're about to talk about with Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. You love yeah, Harvey, <laughs> Bill Cosby, <laughs> Bill. Harvey Weinstein, Bill O'Reilly. There are people that would allow Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, and and Bill O'Reilly to do whatever they want to them just so they can get ahead. Yes. Think just so they can get an advantage in life. And that's because they are letting their outside circumstances determine their amount of love they have for themselves instead of loving themselves and letting that determine their out their their circumstances. I am preaching today, people. <laughs> All right. Uh I think what we might do is we we got enough time. We could just go right into uh right into Harvey Weinstein uh, right now. Now uh this Harvey Weinstein scandal's been going on for about two weeks now. Oh yeah. And uh I have not touched this subject at all because I'm so afraid. You afraid? To, I'm afraid to get in trouble with women. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is very. <laughs> Who? This is a taboo. However, <laughs> after this whole Me Too, and I saw the amount of response to this Me Too thing. So usually on on YouTube Troop, right? Yeah. If you get a million views, you've made it. Oh yeah. That you've made it. If you get a million views, million. you've made it. You're good. Uh, what happened with this Me Too thing was there was an accuser, two accusers that came out out of nowhere mm -hmm. and accused Harvey Weinstein of sexually assaulting them or sexually harassing them. Yeah. After that, uh, an actress named Alyssa Milano came out and said, I want all women to come out now and say Me Too. Hashtag Me, Me Too. Too. Yeah, I saw that. Uh over 1.3 million <laughs> tweets of Me Too came following that. Yeah. And I am, I the first time in a while, I felt encouraged and discouraged at the same time. Mm -hmm. I felt encouraged because a lot of women are coming out now 
and saying me too this happened to me too heck i'm a man and i could say me too (laughs) uh because things like that have happened to me before but i'm discouraged because 1.6 million women have come out but they were silent this whole time exactly and how many other that 1.3 million couldn't could have possibly been just 500,000 had half of those women came out when it happened to them there's a I, th- I agree. That's a possibility that a lot of the things wouldn't be taking place that taking place right. if people had to just come out. Right. Now, I'm not trying to... They they call this victim blaming. Whenever yeah, you want to put responsibility yeah, on the women. Uh, so I'm going to try to walk this fine line. <laughs> I don't think it's... I don't... I, I wouldn't want to say... I don't want to say it's your fault. No. That, that you didn't control that man to have that man att- attack you the way he did. And I know that some of you women were concerned with your careers because people like Harvey Weinstein, if you went against him, if you came up, people like Bill Cosby, if you went against his power that he had in Hollywood and Harvey Weinstein's power in Hollywood, you probably would not be able to work in Hollywood again. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there were instances of Bill Cosby, even last year, using his Hollywood power. There was an interview where the woman was asking Bill Cosby about the rape allegations and Bill Cosby stopped the interview and said, I want to speak to the owner of this network because I want them to make sure that this woman knows not to harass me. And he tried to use his name of Bill Cosby to try to control the entire situation. Yeah. It's all about money and all about power. Yep. And, 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 they didn't call Hollywood, I think they called it Tinseltown. Yes. It's like, it's not real. <laughs> it's a make-believe world. Right. But it's, once again, it's a it's a hub. It's an infestation of people who love their, out, who let the outside control their love for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, what those uh, women and some men do, they will do unspeakable acts just to get the part or get the role or get a name for themselves in Hollywood. Yeah, I have to. I yep. have to agree. I'm not first-hand knowledge about any of that, but I, I have to agree from from what I see that that the power. It's not just Hollywood. It's all over the place. They they just people just haven't come out about it. Right. You know, and that power like that, and it's a male abusing these powers on the women. Right. And the women abusing themselves by not coming forward first. And I don't know about the psychological thing, but you don't know what it's like and mm-hmm. the shame that you're going to feel and internalize. I have no clue about all that stuff like that. I know that 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 if you have come out when, before the incident began and just say, hey, you know, we had that program, just say no. Mm-hmm. And I think it got abused. Right. I, I, I really think that program of Just Say No was, was too open-ended and, and it became abusive that, that you know, that it, it some kind of thing came out of that that, well, the, you can be with the man and the woman and you're drinking all day, yep. you know, and you're playing all in, you're sucking face and stuff like this, and all these outside things are taking place like this, and then she says, no. And goes, right, <laughs> right, like, and then that's it. And everybody has to instantly become mature, righteous, and have a lot of integrity and say, you know you're right. Yep. Yep, you said no, and I'm going to honor that stuff like that. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, maybe somebody can, but I doubt if there's a, a large majority of people that be mm-hmm. able to handle that. 
Well, there's four men. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, the guy from Amazon Video, and Bill O'Reilly. Those are the four names that I can think of right off the top of my head. And they're just predators. They're just evil predators abusing their power for for their own self self vendizement or something. Whatever they're doing it for. Mm -hmm. They're just doing it. And and they're wrong. They need to be imprisoned. Yep, they they need to be stoned. Just stone them. But what uh, what my thought is is that these 1.3 million Me Too women, yeah, they need to come out and they need to speak out against what happened to them. Because if you think those four men in Hollywood are the only four men yeah. that are doing things like that, you got to be crazy. It's a culture. It, yeah, this is a Western a culture, culture of men yeah. in Hollywood. Not just Hollywood. Right. In New York, too. In powerful Worcester. men. In Worcester. Yep. I'm sure it is so. Yep. Powerful men yeah. that are getting away with doing these things, and they're getting away with it still because your Me Too's are only Me Too's. Yeah. And your Just Say No's are Just Say No's. Yeah. I want to encourage the women to do more. They have to come out and they have to say uh, what is happening to them, mm-hmm. what these men are doing to them. Yeah, and I, I, I want to say something to the men out there. Really? It, <laughs> is it that important to grab a girl on her behind or something like that? It, it's like, really? What's up with that? Is, is it really that important to, 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 to try to seduce a woman you know who, who doesn't want any part of you? I right. think that a lot of these men do this because you've never really challenged yourself in any other uh, arena. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these men, yeah, you made money and stuff like that. And people can make money. It ain't, it's, it's not that hard, really, to make money. You just have to be, there's a lot of luck involved in it. Yep. But then, then where's the challenge after that? If you think the challenge is, 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 is um, I call it a hooray for me wall. I had a friend, he's a SEAL. And he, he had a hooray for me wall. He had his little seal tied in up there, and he had a couple of his little medals up there, this Navy seal thing and everything, mm-hmm. and he had it on his bedroom wall. But underneath his bedroom wall was an imaginary place where he hanged women underwear. It was a hooray for me wall to pick up women. Wow. I mean, that's what he used it for. Mm. Well, that's what that, that's. That's what he, he used his array meanwhile as a pickup thing. It worked for him. Hmm. <laughs> but it's like, come on, you know? There's there's other things that you can do in the world besides just think and beat yourself on the chest because you're able to pick up a woman and stuff. And the women, it's like, you know, you don't have to play that game. You yep. guys are in control, but it's really utilize the control you have. You... The women are definitely way more smarter than the men. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I think so. I think women make much better in in not all circumstances, but in, in a lot of the circumstances. I think of, of of life that I think the women are the more powerful. I think they're the smarter. I think they're the more reasonable. I think that that. But then if you if, if we're just measuring stuff by the machismo man image and stuff, no, you're not as strong. No, you might be having a longer endurance than a man. That might happen, but you're not as strong. You you can't go and beat up a man. I don't care if you're an ultimate fighter. You you still ain't gonna make it. Mm-hmm. You know? 
those type of things. And then a risk-taking, men definitely take more risks than women because men are more, they, they come from a place of play. Women come up from a place of, of data collective rationality. You know, so, so men are more likely um, able to take a risk on a gut feeling than a woman. She's going to have to have something to bag it up. Show me the data. You know, it's like, you know, she thinks they're like Sherlock Holmes. I I'm data. about to ask you to show me the data. Where the hell do you get this stuff from? I, I, it's not, this is just my opinion. I get this stuff from watching, I'm an anthropologist. Okay. <laughs> I get this stuff from watching different cultures and reading about different cultures. They're all the same. When it all comes down to it, and they're all just say, hunter gathering society, the How? women's gathering all day long, taking care of the kids, cooking the food, and old, old guys over there talking about, man, did you see how I killed that deer? Boy, I was around that tree like, whoo. All right, so in this culture, do you think women, I'm about to get myself in trouble. For, oh, Lord, forgive me. And in, in this culture, do you think women are more emotional than men? Oh, Yes. So how do they collect more data if they go off emotion more? They, they Men go, analyze and collect data longer than women do. No, no, it looks like men do because men come out there and talk about it at the end. The woman's emotion is, is, is really driven to stay the course. Okay. You know, if they're emotional, their emo, emotion just ain't about crying and all this kind of stuff like that. They are happiness <laughs> and jumping around. But they're, they're emotional and passionate about, the, I, I want to make change in, in doing this. They'll stay the course a lot longer than the guy. Oh, yeah, I want to make change. What's in it for me? Like, I don't know. Well, that, what, what do you want? Well, I want to pick up Mary Sue over there. Okay. It's a game mm. for them. They mm. changed it into a game. There's mm -hmm. no data collection anymore. It's a game. How am I going to win the game? Okay. The woman, how am I going to collect the data so that I can best be able to get myself into this here? But w don't get me wrong. Women go in with a defeatist attitude, too. I think women are more calculated. They are more calculating. But, and they still go in with a defeatist attitude. They still hold in the background that I'll be discriminated against at the ceiling. They got all this nice little list of why it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And they got the hopes over here that, ah, oh, this is going to work if I only do this. You know? Okay. If I only can do this, this is what's going to make it work. And that's how they go. With, uh, uh, guys have it similar. They have it, yeah, this might work because they, uh, these people over here, they're going to hold me down. They're going to try to stop. They can't stop me. Let me see. How am I going to get around this? You know? They're, they're willing to take that risk. And put it all out there. The woman's yes. not. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you know? Okay. I, you want to know an example that I agree that fits your theory is uh, when men and women cheat. When they cheat. Men cheat. They just <laughs> stupid. Dude, they just do it. Put it on the wall. They just, they just go. <laughs> Hang they just, up. Don't die. Right. <laughs> they do. And then they, and then they try to cover up their mistakes and then they get caught. They get, yeah, all Women the time. are much more calculated. Yeah. I, I remember a study. <laughs> Uh, where the women women reviewed the, the you know the women that filled out the questionnaire the men filled out the questionnaire the women they said they have more emotional attachment to the person that they're cheating with a man is more than likely to cheat with another woman and not want anything further than that just sexual encounter yeah 
than a woman does. A woman, they want a mo. They need they're they do it because they feel emotionally spent, uh, neglected, and physically neglected. Yeah, because so that fits your theory. Yeah, come back to it. A, a man throughout history, he's. His one of his major purposes, he's he's going to be the provider. He yep. thinks, you know, with bringing in the food, mm-hmm. and he's going to be the procreator. Right. He going he going to impregnate everything that moves. Yep. And so they got this behavioral thing that dates back <laughs> to to Neanderthal, beyond Neanderthal, the way before orthopithecines. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's fine. <laughs> they just pointing all over the place. The woman, the woman. She she's she's the she's the real backbone of the family. Mm-hmm. She's the one that's going to take care of the family. She's the one that's going to nurture and raise the family. More than likely, because if yeah. we say that's the one that they're going to do, there'll be some women. I hope you know that my husband takes care of the family, and I go <laughs> to work every day. You gotta. It it it's changing now, but that's yep. a, that's the that's the um, culture. It, more than culture, it's hard to say what it is. It's it's almost within the, it's the culture, but it's the the behavioral the behavioral kind of science to the whole thing. This is mm-hmm. how it's been. Women are definitely the nurturers, definitely the more smarter, definitely the ones that are definitely got more about the family than the men. The yes. men just want to spread that seed everywhere they can. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Walking by the street, that's why you got all this problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> they just like, yeah, I'll, I'm here. <laughs> Let's have sex. Let's make babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That and that's what they wanted. That's what they want to do. And and yeah, you're absolutely correct. The emotional part of women is way, way, way more overly developed than with a man. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that men are emotional. Man, I'm a very emotional person. I got emotions. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am very emotional too. Yeah, I'm more emotional than my wife is. Yeah, yeah. My wife. Oh yeah. She's she's more she's more angry than I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm way more emotional. Why don't we talk? Why don't we hug? Why? Why are we like this? Why? <laughs> Yeah, I am. I'm more because I'm not in the game. To get, get those right, I'm. On the wall. She's worried about getting stuff done. I'm worried about being held. And, but that, that's what makes the woman stronger and stuff. Even though we pretend that they're not the strongest, they are the strongest. They get up in your face and stuff. Yep. You, you got to take the risk to got to beat the man down. Honey, the guy's six nine. He goes. <laughs> yep. Look at and he got guns and knives. But he's abusing the family. He's making threats towards our kids. Right. All right. Well, it's been nice marriage to you. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. Yep. It's over after that. I guess, yeah. yeah the, but that's that's how the, the woman get all up in the guy's face. Yeah. Right. Protect yep. And then the women talk about it. You know why? Because they're not thinking calculatively. They're not calculated. They're not thinking. <laughs> they're emotions. They're emotions. Yep. And then, and then they justify this with a quote. Yep. You never uh, you never get between a cub and a mama bear. Yeah. And they take this and they just sprinkle it all over themselves like there's all this magic fairy dust. And and it's true. Yep. You don't get between a cub and a mama bear. But if you get if you get between a, 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 a an abusive child who's going to be vicious and abusing you in a restaurant and a 4 foot 11 woman, she's a fool. Mm. <laughs> Take care of your kid. Yeah, you know? 
don't 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 be but they'll get all up in the face because that's how they they understand what you're supposed to do yep. and that's their love and emotion and i think it's i think it's great not for the guy i hope he's best. <laughs> your husband got to get in there sooner or later you know? yeah Sooner or later, old hubby got to come in there and be the protector because that's part of his his job. Yeah, that's provide, I fail I fail that and, job and and and, and, propag- and, and what do you call that propagate or, yeah. or just have babies. Yep, <laughs> uh, all I know populate. Yeah, populate. Yeah, when uh. <laughs> When whenever I'm in bed and we hear a weird noise in the kitchen or something, I send my wife. I don't care. Go check to see what that is. I said, really? Why? I'm like, yeah. Look, take the bat. Take the bat if you need the bat. But go check to see what that is. But that's just playing. I do the same thing. Oh that's no, the, I do. I'm serious when I do the, it. I ain't that's the guys play. They hear it. What's that? <laughs> yeah. It's like and then oh, that's the same thing you say every night. Yeah. Yeah, but what is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, that's just playing because, you know, if there's anything that really going to happen, guy gets out the bed and he got to go down and check out what's going right. on. Yes, Joy, did you hear that? I was just playing when I'm scared and, I don't, and I'm under the blankets and I do not get up for nothing and you got to go check to see what it is. I'm just playing. Cause guys, women, that's the biggest problem with the guys. They don't know how not to play. They never matured from being a boy. Yep. You, the women, the women are starting to play more than than they used to in the day. Back in my day, it didn't matter. You go in some place, and the last word you hear, if you don't go in as a family, is to the the sister, take care of your brother. Mm-hmm. The brother could be eight years older than the sister. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> take care of your brother. Right, your, because everybody knows. They never said, but everybody knows guys can't do anything but play. That's all they know how to do. That's all they want to do. They mm-hmm. want to play all the time. Go to the golf course. <laughs> the guys are there playing yeah. all the time. Women are starting to break out there, and then you watch. Oh, she's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much better than the guy. Yeah, they're more calculating. They'll practice more. They'll they'll find out how this is done, and they'll, they'll find out the best way to do it. The guy... <laughs> he just be having a ball with it and yep. stuff like that. They go have a beer. And the whip, yep. One of the one of one of the one of the things that I remember is when women first started to go to men's clubs. Okay. Men didn't want them in the clubs. Nope, still don't. They yeah, and they said why they didn't want them in the club. They said they're not going to come in here and obey the rules. Right. And. Then when they let the women in the club, one of the rules is no business conducted in the club. Yep. Okay. Women said, okay, I can handle that. First thing they do is start doing business. <laughs> yep. Asking business questions. Because they didn't they didn't understand the hidden subculture of the club. Right. Business business or or, or what what do I call it? Ally collecting, getting allies mm-hmm. on, on your side was done in the men's room. Mm-hmm. That's where it took place. Yep. You're standing in the urinal with, with your manliness out. He's standing in the urinal with his manliness out. And you say, well, what do you think about this upcoming boat that's going to be coming in in, in, 
in a couple of weeks about how we're going to make the company go forward. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been thinking, of, this is where they do their business, not out there in the field in inside the club where they're just hanging out doing stupid stuff or anything. No business. But women can't go in the bedroom. No, nope, they can't. <laughs> so knowing that they were at a disadvantage, they broke the rules. Yep. Yeah. They knew not was going to happen because they got in already, got the foot in the door, and then they broke the rules. And that's why they should not be allowed because they <laughs> rule breakers. They, should not allow the rule breakers to continue their tyranny. Yeah, they calculated breaking the rules. Yep. You know, they knew they had to because they couldn't do the business. Right. You know. <laughs> All right, uh, Troop, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back... Finish uh, these, these guys. Yeah, we got to... Well, we got to talk guys. about uh, Connie Luke's and Joe Petty's debate oh. uh, in Massachusetts, a pit bull, two pit bulls, oh, Maul, yeah. a seven-year-old boy, and uh, they put down one of the pit bulls, uh, and they should have never put the pit bull down. No? Nope, the, they should have let the pit bull live. Oh, All right, know. we'll be back on Truth in the AM. Are you a manufacturer, dealer, or distributor in the following industries? Agricultural equipment, material handling, construction machinery, power generation, commercial and retread tires, transport refrigeration, marine, heavy trucks, automobile, temperature control, utility vehicles, maintenance and repair, or something else, then Curry Management is for you. Distribution analysis, dealerization, and dealer distributor development are the top three services provided to manufacturers. We at Curry Management provide this along with the best practices groups, profit improvement workshops, merger and acquisitions, business valuations, and leadership management development to dealers and distributors. Do you own a closely held private company? We at Curry Management provide business continuation services, succession planning, leadership development, and other staff-related management training. Curry Management pride themselves in always being ready to assist manufacturers, dealers, and distributors with today's business challenges. Help yourself. Connect with Curry Management. www.currymanagement.com, 292 Lincoln Street in Worcester, 508-752-9229. Have you recently been in an accident? Did you back into another vehicle? Hit a shopping carriage in a parking lot? Or is your car in need of general repair? If your answer is yes, then ENC Auto Body is the place for you. ENC Auto Body is Worcester's premier auto body shop. We have collision specialists and licensed appraisers on site, and we make sure that you receive the best service you can find. Results are always amazing, and we take pride in making your experience with us at ENC as painless as possible. Drop your car off and rest easy knowing that your car is in the best care. But be forewarned, your car may come out looking better than it did before your unfortunate situation. ENC Auto Body, we're here if you need us. Located at 16 DeMarco Terrace in Worcester. Call us at 508-799-0014 and 774-329-7334. Serve weekdays for those who want to dine in is Basil and Spice Lunch Specials. For $11.95, 
you have your choice of garlic pork, lemongrass chicken, pad king chicken, or spicy tofu and vegetable. All lunch specials include a salad and Thai rolls. Basil and Spice lunch specials are available Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Stop by and try out the lunch specials. Hey, everybody loves Chinese food. I know I do, but what makes good eats for me are the crab rangoons. We searched high and low for fresh, natural, good-tasting food, and that's when we were fortunate enough to come across Shangri-La. <laughs> Absolutely. And not only are the crab rangoons fantastic, but everything I've ordered for them has been exquisite and flavorful. They have timely takeout orders, but if you want to eat there, you're in for one of the most beautiful dining areas, period. You can tell. They made every effort to create a clean, friendly environment. Trust me, you are guaranteed to have a great experience. Everyone is welcome to experience the best crab rangoons. And everything else in Shangri-La, Fairyland. Shangri-La, 50 Front Street, Worcester, 508-798-0888. Call and order some great Great food food now. now. Order online at ShangriLaRestaurant.net. Hey Troop, I'm tired of looking for decent coffee. It's always either burned or way too bitter, but I found the best coffee I ever had, period. A friend of mine brought me to Yo Way Cafe and the coffee was delicious, flavorful, and made right in front of me. Not only is the coffee great, but they have espressos, lattes, crepes, boba teas, smoothies, and froyo. Mmm, froyo. Take it from me, truth it, and make your way to Yo Way. Yo Way Cafe, 395 Park Ave, Worcester, 01610, or call 508-459-0611. A loyal customer like you deserves a sweet treat like Yo Way. Working with some of the best Thai chefs, Bator has brought her skills from Thailand and Israel to Worcester with basil and spice. Her desire to bring the taste of the homeland here is one of the reasons basil and spice was voted the best Thai restaurant in central Massachusetts. Their menu consists of the best tasting basil and chili, drunken noodle, steamed mussels, seafood basil pad thai, ginger chicken, and more. You can't go wrong with basil and spice. They offer catering as well. Being a master caterer, you can rest assured you'll be receiving the best full, self, and private catering events available. Basil and Spice stands by you receiving the incredible and authentic Thai dishes along with the best service at unbeatable prices. Accommodation to your needs is the key to success. You can also dine in at Basil and Spice, located at 299 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester. Their relaxed atmosphere always provides the most comfortable setting for you to dine in. Do yourself a favor and head on over to Basil and Spice Thai Cuisine. You won't regret it. Basil and Spice, 774 317-9986 299 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester
Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa what? Konnichiwa. That's hello in Japanese. Man, if you want to say hello to me in Japanese, you may as well take me to Seven Nana Japanese Steakhouse. They have an outstanding sushi cuisine. Right. They also have modern styles of classic dishes and the friendliest staff. They are a cornerstone of the Worcester community and have been recognized for the quality of service they provide. And you know, I like my food fresh. And their lobster tails, my favorite, along with everything else on the menu. You know what? I'm about to order online right now. Hey, where are you going? I'm headed to Seven Nana Japanese right now. Seven Nana Japanese Steakhouse, 60 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester, 508-755-8888. www.sevennanajapanese.com Hi, this is Trooper Joe of Archangel of Return to Chivalry, where we move in character development back to an era when it was seen as a privilege to do the right thing and extend a friendly and helping hand along with a loving hug to everyone. You can catch my show on blogtalkradio.com slash Archangel a return to chivalry or on Facebook Live dot com slash Archangel Chivalry. Have that fun. Listen to Archangel of Return to Chivalry Wednesdays from three to four. And we are back. It is your boy Truth It Up, Truth It in the AM. Uh, positive vibes, sending out positive vibes to everybody today. And I am here with the one and only two real to be phony Trooper Joe and a special guest, my daughter who got her eyes dilated. She went to the doctor today, so she is out of school. Uh, please don't call DCF on me. Sky <laughs> McNeil is in the building. What Sky, up, how's what it going? Up, what up? I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I am. See, Troop, you want to know what's amazing about me? No. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What's amazing about me is I am fair and balanced. I'm like Fox News. Okay. Uh, I don't have to uh, get. I, I can believe one thing, but even though I believe it, I can look at the whole situation and then make a judgment counter. To what I believe. That's Good. how amazing I am. Take Pitbulls, for example. <laughs> Pitbulls. Oh, <laughs> I think that uh, Pitbulls should not be allowed in the cities. I think they should only be allowed on farms. And I think to own a Pitbull, you have to go through as much testing and training as to get a gun, even more. Because Pitbulls, oh, drop my hammer. Pitbulls are just as dangerous. So I think that Pitbulls should not be allowed uh, in the cities. With people who have no idea how to control the dogs when the dogs get upset. Because, yes, pit bulls don't get upset as often as, like, little chihuahuas do. But when a chihuahua gets upset, they're easier to restrain. When a lot of other dogs, yep, when a lot of other kinds of dogs get upset, it's easier to control them. When a pit bull gets upset, it is dangerous. Very dangerous uh, for a pit bull or a person or whomever has to deal with a pit bull. 
So I am, I would be what a lot of people would call anti-pitbulls. Are you anti-pitbull troop? I, I'm, I don't have a real opinion on that. I don't think anybody really needs to own a dog. And if you're going to own a dog, then you need to take on the responsibility of the care for that dog. And you have to be the boss of the dog. The dog can't boss you. So it's any, you, you have an a, a issue with any dog. Yeah, any dog. They, I mean, dogs used to be things that protect your house and stuff like that. Yep. You know, But you lived on a, a, a house. Here's your house, and a hundred yards away is another house. Mm-hmm. And a hundred yards off, that's another house. But now people living inside a three-story building with pit bulls, as big as they are, yep. no, I don't think that they need to have a pit bull. Um, no, or a German Shepherd or any other kind of dog like that. Well, they can have a little chihuahua. There's a, a guy in uh, Dudley who is suing the town because they had one of his dogs put to sleep. And the dog that they had put to sleep had four incidents with other neighborhood dogs mm-hmm. where it killed one of the neighborhood dogs and then very like severely injured other dogs. Now, there was a story this past uh, weekend. Somebody yes, guy. Can I say something? Yes. That's that's the owner's fault. What's the owner's fault? He's. I personally disagree with your beliefs because <laughs> uh-huh. it's all about how you train the dogs. Pit bulls aren't born the way that they are raised. Does that make sense? No. A baby. Okay. So let's say you have a kid, right? Yep. And that kid grows up to be. Okay. So you have two kids. One kid grows up and is an a a straight A student, a straight A like. 4.0, like, beautiful, like, genius, great oh, kid, guy. right? Or a truth it, yeah. Or a <laughs> great, like, great at sports, great at everything, great yep. kid, right? Yep. You have the other kid in the gangs, and in the, like, just a horrible kid, bad at school, like, you know, just in a, like, a, like, a, just a really, really bad kid, okay? Yep. That's you, it's not that you did anything wrong, it's just... It's how they were brought up. Um, Does that make sense? No, because <laughs> if the same person brought those two kids up and one decided to go the right path and one decided to go the other path, you can bring them to the water. You can't make them drink. The no, main. What I'm saying is, pit bulls are brought. Okay, so pit bull, right? Yep. Dogs. I'm trying to think of how to explain it. Kill them. No. <laughs> Don't kill them. Stone them. No. It's all about how they're raised. Because babies aren't born like, okay, now I'm going to, I'm born to kill people. I'm born to fight people. That's what I'm born to do. That is factually wrong. Dogs are born. Dogs are not born to kill people. Dogs are born to protect the house. They're not born to just go and destroy everything they see. Factually wrong. That's 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 but, not even an opinion. That is factually wrong. No, dogs, a- some dogs were bred in right. the early 1900s to hunt. So they when they are born, they are naturally instinctive they are taught to hunt by people. No, they, they are taught by the people that they were bred by to kill people. Yes, they, yeah. is what you're saying. No. That's what you're saying. No. That is that's exactly what he's saying. He They're say bred that. by people and yes. then taught to kill people. No. It, kill that is animals. exactly what you were saying. They're taught to hunt. That is exactly. You, they're taught to hunt people down and kill them. Is exactly they're, they're what you're saying. They're taught to hunt animals, other animals, and and hunt them down. Yeah. But but the teaching <laughs> when you breed a dog, 
a, some of that dog goes into a puppy. So sometimes exactly. puppies, puppies exactly. sometimes naturally, they naturally hunt. If you put a, just like a dog, <laughs> naturally, the puppies. That's not I, what I just said. No, we yeah, didn't, but we didn't a little teach. bit wrong. Who, me? Yeah, yes. there's no transfer of, That's of behavior. That's what you just said. Sure there is. No, the behavior is, is, is something that, that you, you, as Sky was saying, that you get to learn things. There's learned behaviors. So there's 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 things that you're you're innately prone to be more likely to do within a human, but a dog, his natural nature is 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 to, to hunt. Yes, that's because they don't have no cards to go to the store or anything. His natural nature is to hunt. Yes, and and that's that's, but not taught. No, but it is 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 um if you take a dog. And you don't let it hunt. It's going to be a dorsal domesticated animal. You no. put it in the wild after it becomes a dorsal animal, it's going to attack everything because it, it doesn't know. Any, that's what it's instinctually instinctually there to do is, is to hunt. I have two dogs. Okay. Yeah, they want to hunt. And, and our two dogs, we have not taught our two dogs to hunt anything. But whenever that cat comes even remotely close to the bottom <laughs> of those stairs, those dogs turn into rabid animals. Because they, they are, are naturally they known to, uh, to flip out uh, to other animals. Who taught them that? Because uh, to other animals. But to humans, they... Wait, other animals? So another dog came by and taught my dogs how to no, get mad listen, at the cat? No, listen, 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 listen. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to follow animals, now. Animals, okay? Yep. Animals hunt other animals, right? Yes. To eat. They yes. They eat other animals, yes. right? They don't eat humans. Yes. Eat no, 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 wrong, wrong. They don't eat humans. They animals eat humans. Don't. They eat humans. <laughs> Animal, they eat humans? Animals attack they humans. Eat, but they eat them? No, they don't eat have them. You, they attack. They hunt. When, they, when, a, a when a dog hunts a cat, they don't eat the cat. They just kill the cat. That, but the dog the dog and the cat, that's territorial. I'm not understanding. It's, 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 not about, it's, it's not about the eating or any of that thing right. like that. It's a territorial type of thing. Dogs yes. mark their territory. Even in your house with your little dog. Yep. They've marked their territory in this yep, house. They have. You probably don't know where they've urinated on, on the, the couch. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you you don't see, but they might. And then the cat come down. He probably marked this their territory upstairs, obviously. But the dogs don't go up, and the cats has to come down to get out. The dogs don't go dog. up because we put a little wall on the bottom <laughs> of the stairs. That's why that old ghetto piece of wood is at the bottom of the stairs <laughs> to keep the dogs from jumping yeah. over and killing the cat or attacking but, the cat. But it's territorial. And and they're so territorial that they'll attack their own family members. Yes, you know, I'm the but their own animals. animals. If you have such a problem against animals attacking other animals or attacking humans, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just not like dogs at all? Okay, can we just let, 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 let's take let's go slow now. This is Tuesday. Let's go a little bit slow now. Now, Troop just explained how. Dogs attack even their own owners sometimes. Exactly. Why well, you say owners? That they're their own prodigy. They're, they'll, they'll, they'll. Dogs will kill their own kids. They'll attack, right? They'll because they're, ter- they're that territorial. They'll attack That's people in the house, too. kids in the house too. They're territorial. If somebody comes in your house, this is why this is why I don't like dogs. People, people are stupid. You say, "Oh, he don't bite." No, he don't bite you. Right. <laughs> he don't know me. Right. So I come in the house. And this is it, it, within his territory, you know. Within his territory, he's bound to attack me 
you know, he may not, he may, he may not, he may be because you have such a firm grips on the, on the dog's behavior. Yep. But he, they're still territorial. I'm infringing upon their territory. I'm in the wrong. You know, so they, to the dog. But they need who to are you? know who you are. They need to know. Yeah, that after they need to they, relax. And yeah, once they understand that you're no threat to them. Right. And not just a threat to them in um, in a physical manner, but a threat in them to 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 their undo territory. their yeah their territory and and um, try to procreate with their with their with their women. Right. <laughs> but for the record, for the record, nothing you said in your statement said taught behavior. That's all born natural behavior all right, you're right. of a pit bull. That's so, in the but it's not a pit bull. He's talking about chihuahuas. So I'm why don't you have a dog. problem with a chihuahua? Who the hell are you screaming at? But I'm just trying to understand why you have such a problem with pit bulls if he's talking about a chihuahua. I'll, I'll explain why. Okay. Let me answer the question why. If my dog Spike gets okay. upset and tries to attack Trooper Joe, mm-hmm. Trooper Joe is big enough and strong enough to defend himself against that dog if a young if a child if charlie if a seven okay, year if charlie charlie, charlie can defend herself against it's not spike big enough to attack. It, it's big spike, enough to attack charlie's big enough to defend herself against spike the, the, the chihuahua however if we have a 75 pound pure muscle pit bull with a head that can grab onto someone's neck and latch onto that neck Charlie cannot defend herself in that. So therefore, that dog should not be around anyone, any area or neighborhood that has kids, yeah. small adults, or other people. Okay, so German Shepherds are out, right? Yep. German Shepherds. Yep, German Shepherds out. Uh, Golden Retrievers. Yep. Labs. Yep. Nope, and nope. No? Why not? Why not? They're just as big as, they're just as big as, yep. big as whatever, as pit bulls. They're not so- as territorial. Yeah, they are. Yeah, no, they are. Yes, they, they are. are. Yes, they are. If you look, if you look up attacks of dogs just, in the United States, these are facts. Pit bulls are number one on the list. Yeah, you know, and and I think that those are facts, but I think this is what taints the facts. Okay. Labs, German shepherds, all those kind of dogs like that. Yep. They live in in the in the country in the suburbs. Their 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 territory is huge. Pitbull, they live in the city. Even that pitbull that attacked the, and killed the little boy, yep. the little boy went in the yard. Yep. Even though that he'd been known to play with the dog before, he encroached on the dog's territory. All right, two things. Two things. Number one, you just made my point of why the dog shouldn't be in the city. Yeah. They should not be in the city. Well, then the boy maybe should have learned to see out in his, the yard that's not his. Number two, this is where I can separate... My hatred for pit bulls, not hatred for pit bulls, but me thinking they should be gone and saying that it was not the pit bulls' fault. The pit bulls were in their own gated yard and the boy went in the yard at the pit bulls. They should not have euthanized the pit bulls for doing what pit bulls do. The The pit bull would have gotten loose and gotten over the fence or under the fence and attacked the boy. Different story. The boy went into the pit bull's yard and attack and and got attacked by the pit bulls. The pit bulls should not be put to sleep, and they one of them was. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Why do you compare this to guns? Because it's nothing guns. like guns. They both kill. Pit bulls kill people. Not as often as guns do. You hear more about guns than you do about pit bulls. 
I'd have to look up the data, but pit bulls have killed a lot of people in the United States in the past year. They have. You know, I think that the euthanasia of the pit bull, I think the pit bull was, was actually killed because it attacked the cop. Mm. I, they euthanized the dog, though. He, he killed the first one, then they euthanized the second one, but the, the, the dog attacked the cop, too. Oh, okay. So the, the, the dog was, was definitely wilded. Yep. <laughs> he was going off. Yeah, and I think once <laughs> so, they get the taste of, of human blood or something like that, oh, they I don't say know that, about yeah. All, all that, that, uh, the Mervyn myths and stuff like that. I know that. Okay, so don't, don't, don't think because, it, it, oh, dogs love me that it won't eat you. Yes. And that's a, a metaphorical. Yes. yes, Sky, go ahead. So remember this number, 29.7 million. 29.7 million, got it. <laughs> what the hell? There's, there's barely 29.7 million people in the country. Dead. Oh, that's in, like, forever. <laughs> yeah. Not in the world. Like. That's good. But dog, dogs, you shouldn't, I, personally, I don't think that, no, why would you want something that could, that could do you bodily harm if you don't feed it in your little hot pot? <laughs> it's going to be bad at you if you don't feed it. Or a yeah. fight to the death. There yeah. are, I've seen pit bulls go into barbershops and attack groups of men, and men jump on the tables and scared, scared for their lives from a pit bull. Pit bulls, and, and I, I saw another man literally punching the pit bull like he was fighting with the pit bull, and the pit bull would not stop. Cops, like you said, the cops had to shoot to kill the dog because the dog was so rabid, and once they get to that well, level right, of angry... Wilded. Yeah, once they get to that level of angriness, there's nothing you can do. You did you you, did, you have to wait for those dogs to calm down or kill them. Yeah, and and you know you know you know what people don't don't know just how strong a dog is. Yes, those dogs that like the German Shepherd. Yeah. He's a big dog. He mostly look like offer. But that boy latch on to you. Mm-hmm. He's gonna throw you around like your little rag dog. You could be two hundred fifty pounds, and ain't nothing you can do about it. And yes, guy. I have my data. Okay, <laughs> what's your data? So, as as of twenty seventeen, as of what is today, the twenty fourth. Yep. There has been twenty nine deaths by pit bulls this year. Okay. Okay. Yep. There has been one thousand five hundred and eighteen. <laughs> shootings this year okay okay that is a very much difference so don't tell me do not tell me that there is like a similar like that they're that they are similar in some way because they are not all right i want you to look this up google this how many fathers killed their daughters because their daughters are <laughs> screaming at them like they lost their dad well i'm minds. sorry you want to you want to tell me that they are similar and they're they're not. You hear more about shootings, sadly, than you do about pit bulls and killing people. They result in deaths. Either way, it doesn't matter. Okay, so what are your thoughts about the pit bulls that killed this boy? Do you think the pit bulls? Would you think the pit the bulls? The boy that wrong? went into the yard. Yep. The pit bull was yeah. not wrong. The boy went into the yard when he shouldn't have gone. Right. But he, the, he's a seven-year-old boy. Seven-year-old boys make the, mistakes. Their lives care. shouldn't be... You don't care. Their lives <laughs> should not be taken by an animal that, it, that boy, you don't need to have. The boy should have went into the into the house yep. and said, Hey, is it okay if I play with your dog? The mom should have been like, Yeah, sure. The mom should have introduced the dog to the... You know how we introduce Spike yep. to the people? Yep. So that, that he'll relax? Yep. 
should have did the same thing that we do. We're like, hey, like, puppy, come here. This is, this is Cody, you know, like, this is, you can play, like, you know, like, he's fine. Like, mm-hmm. have him sniff. Mm-hmm. And then he'll realize that he's okay because mommy's, mommy thinks he's okay, so he's okay. You know what I mean? Yep. Everything would have been fine and he would have still been alive. But no, he snuck into the yard. Yep. Right? Yep. And got himself killed. Okay. <laughs> I got to turn you down a little bit. You, you are out of control right now. I, you know. For, I'm for sorry, me, but like. For me, there's a whole body, everybody wrong. You can't blame the dog. The, the you can't dog, blame the dog. No, the, no, dog, the dog shouldn't have been. You shouldn't have dogs confined in those areas like that. Those dogs don't, shouldn't be inside of areas where civilized areas like Exactly. That. They should not they, be in the cities. No, exactly. Not at all. They should be out there in the woods, so in the wild. So you want to segregate the dogs. I, I do. I, yeah, absolutely. I want I want pit bulls, German shepherds. Uh, I was about to say bull constrictors. Uh, <laughs> Doberman pinchers. All of those dogs, they should be... Uh, not they should not be allowed to be in the city. Any dog that has the capability to kill a child, uh, there would have been twenty nine more children and people alive today if not for and, pit bulls. And those dogs have capabilities to kill a, a big person too. Yeah, they're, they're 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 not a very they they might be a nice dog to their owners and stuff and the owner's family and stuff, but it doesn't speak English. They're bred to kill. If the owners, they're, they're innately. They're, Yes, they're, they're animals. They're they, they, animals. But right, things. but pit bulls know to go for the neck. They 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 even want a person. All animals a, go for the neck. Uh-huh. I don't if know. Pit bulls seem to be better at it, more efficient at oh, it. Oh, they're good than at other it. dog. Yes, they yeah. are very good and, at it. And they got that big, and they're scary looking. Yep. Ain't nobody scared of no chihuahua. Right. But you fall asleep on the ground, he bites your neck too. Yep. It doesn't take a whole month to to, to, to sever a juggler bit, but the pit bull, the pit bull, is too big for the city. It's too scary for the city. And the kid, he didn't have any fear from the pit bull because he had played with the pit bull during the daylight hours. Yeah, this took place at night. The whole world changes at night. What's this seven-year-old kid doing out in ten years? Mm -hmm. If the owners just Uh, introduced the people to the dogs, we would still have these people alive. Point blank. Period. The problem with the ownership is stuff like this. The owner is ten o'clock at night. The kids shouldn't have been outside going in the navy. Should have been asleep. You know. Yeah, the dogs were outside. They should have been outside tethered to something and on a, on on some leash or race or something like that. They don't have those in the city. They let the dog out in the yard. Oh, it won't go any place because I told it. Dog doesn't speak English. That dog really cares about you as the owner because you're the person that's going to put that food down. Mm-hmm. And they know that. That's all they care about. Yep. They don't care about you as an individual. They don't make rational, moral ethical decisions nope they say where the food if you don't give it to me i'm eating your leg and (laughs) and they should they should be and they should not be allowed in civilization uh especially in a busy uh and in in a a busy city they definitely should not be they shouldn't be should be a much smaller and then we make commercials to make them lovey-dovey what's that commercial i keep seeing where the guy goes to pick up the girlfriend and the girlfriend has a dog you know and he said He's looking at me, isn't he? You know, and all, <laughs> all these things. Yeah, but it'll be. And then in the car, he he's just, 
the, he's still looking at me, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He does something nice when they're out camping. He puts the coat on the on the lady, and the dog comes over yep. and rests his head on his leg. Dogs don't do that. <laughs> nope, they don't at all. They're killers, and they should be treated as such. They should be treated as killers. No. City? No. Are we going to talk about the politics? We ain't going to have any time. We're going to have to talk about it on Voice of the Voiceless. Oh. Today from 12 to 1 p.m., the debate between Michael Gaffney and Connie Lukes. Uh, if you want to go, we're going to be talking about that today. So, uh, unfortunately, we've come to the end of the show talking about these pit bulls. And, and look at Pitbull, we'll you, you ain't going to beat a Cherokee dog. He twice your size. And you ain't going to beat one of them... My friend has this dog. It's, it's. I don't even know what you call it. It's. It comes from Africa and it's. And it, it chases in lions. Mm -hmm. And he got a. He got a head. Yeah. As big as my head. He's just a huge bunch of dogs. He's playful as you want to be and everything, but it's like he will eat you. Right. With one bite. You know? well, but he lives in the, He lives way out there. And he has plenty of room to mm -hmm. run around. Yeah. Pit bulls don't even have no room to run around. I see these people carrying their pit bulls. Mm -hmm. They're walking their pit bull. It's like that's a dog. It wants to run, but yeah. you can't run. Right. You know, so you're walking this thing. It's getting all frustrated. It doesn't have any way to release any energies. Mm -mm. You know, it, it, it has nothing. Even, you can't even take it to a park and let it chase a squirrel up a tree or something like that because it doesn't belong there. Mm -hmm. You're so, right. You know, if you're going to have a big old giant dog, have a place where you can let that dog run or run with it and be something that's going to be really like that. And then mm -hmm. you're going to have to really control the dog's behavior. Yep. You know, and not only their behavior, you have to control the behavior of the people who live near you and around you. That right. seven-year-old kid should have been monitored a little closer yep. than being should allowed have been. out at 10 o'clock at night Yeah. in my world. Yep. In their Absolutely. world, no. They they can do that. Where yeah. I come from, nah, he should have been in bed. Yep, I have a seven-year-old, and I live in the city, and my my seven-year-old would never be outside like that. Nah. You're right. Well, uh, unfortunately, we have come to the end. We have to head on down to Main Street for Voice Main. of the Voiceless, the best, or the second best, or the third best talk show in... Uh, <laughs> In in the world, period, after uh, Archangel of Return to Chivalry, which airs every Wednesday from 3 to 4 on blogtalkradio.com slash Archangel, a return to chivalry, and truth it in the AM, of course. So uh, we will see you guys there. All you got to do is tune in to 91.3 FM, and you'll be talking to us then. This is your boy, Truth It. I'll holler. And I'm Truth for Joe, and I want to tell everybody to have that fun. But I got to pick up Keith. <laughs> you want to say bye? Bye. And that's right. Sky. <laughs> <laughs>